Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. In recent episodes, Shane and I have been discussing cruising. On this episode, we take our Facebook group's opinions and share two Alaskan cruises perfect for a family of four. Which will be your favorite? So Shane, I have a lot of fun, quote unquote, shopping for cruises. So when I have a client come to me and say, we want to go to Alaska, we want to go to Europe, we want to go to the Caribbean, and we know we want to cruise, but we don't know anything else. That's a lot of fun because each cruise line kind of has their own personality and pros and cons. And I like kind of digging in and seeing how each itinerary might be a little different. I don't know. What do you think? Is that fun for you? Yeah, and a big part of that fun is helping someone who wants to have this experience but isn't really sure how to go about it, not really sure what part of it to do, and you can kind of guide them into the right experience for them. Yeah, so I mean, this this show is really kind of the culmination of our last couple shows on cruising, right? Because we've talked about how to choose and book a cruise. We've talked about cruise myths and different things like that. And so, you know, this is really kind of showing what it would be like to look and find a cruise that, that would fit your family best. And then we throw out a few options to our Facebook group, to the All Things Travel Facebook group, kind of like what we would do with a potential client and yeah. got their feedback and came up with a couple of options that we would present. Yeah. So first of all, we asked who's going on the cruise. And I think we had adults, we had a family, and we had a multi-gen. So grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, people like that. And the Facebook group landed on a family of four. So in our mind, Shane, that went to two parents and a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old. Then the second question was, where are they cruising? And the Facebook group landed on Alaska. And the third question was, what kind of budget are they going to have? And I think it was kind of, you know, a very modest budget, a realistic budget, and a kind of blow-the-bank budget. And our Facebook group very wisely went right down the middle, you know, so kind of I'm willing to spend, I think the descriptor was, you know, I'm willing to spend money, but I don't want to blow the bank. And probably a good idea. It would be fun to dream and plan out the most extravagant, adventuresome cruise we could find. But it's also better to just find something that someone is more likely to realistically book. Right. So today we're going to compare those two cruises and Facebook group listeners, we want you to decide which one sounds best to you, not who wins between Shane and I. You know, (laughs) we've done that in the past and I don't want to drudge, you know, those experiences up for Shane. So more, you know, which one do you like the best? Wait, are you insinuating that you won that competition? I'm not sure if I did, but we'll just, you know, I'll choose to remember it that way. Now, if we go by the number of votes that you got, then yes, you won. Okay. All right. If that's the only way we're going by it. All right. Right. (laughs) Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress. And we would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation. Reach out to me at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's R-Y-N at creatingmagicvacations.com. So it was going to be summer of 23. And we decided amongst ourselves, we had the ability, if there were onboard things that were special that we could spend on, and then to do three excursions, because Alaska is a very port-heavy, excursion-heavy 
type of cruise where we have the experiences. And there are a lot of excursions to choose from on this particular cruise. Yep. All right, Jane, let's hear it. Disney Cruise Line. All right. Well, we're going to go with my cruise first. Again, it's a seven-night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver, and I selected Disney Cruise Line. So this is going to be on the Disney Wonder and Monday to Monday, seven-day cruise. So there's going to be eight days, like you mentioned in the previous cruise episode. It'll leave July 10th of 2023 and return July 17th of 2023. It says that there's five ports that are part of the cruise, and those places are Vancouver, British Columbia, Dawes Glacier, Alaska, Skagway, Alaska, Juneau, Alaska, and Ketchikan, Alaska. Very similar to what we're going to hear with mine. But it starts in Vancouver and it ends in Vancouver. So really, it doesn't include Vancouver. Any cruise is going to be like that, though, right? If you're sailing out of Port Canaveral or Miami, they're always going to tout that as a port, even though it's a port you are leaving from and leaving by. So, yeah, but that's okay. And they do have shore excursions. So if you get in the day before and the morning of the cruise, you want to do a shore excursion through the ship, you can absolutely do that. And while there's a lot of fun things to do in Vancouver, unless it's one of those excursions, you'll probably want to do those sometime that Sunday before or the weekend before the this particular cruise boards at 4 p.m. So maybe you would have time early in the morning to get in some Vancouver sightseeing, but you certainly want to be ready to board the Wonder at 4 p.m. And that means that your boarding might start before 4 p.m., but that's right, kind of the general right. boarding Absolutely, Ab- Absolutely. All right. Day two, Tuesday, is a sea day, and there are a lot of things to do on this ship. And I'll kind of sum up at the end what's included. Gotcha. But on Disney Cruise Line, most things are included that, uh, other than the excursions. And some of the things you can do during that Tuesday sea day are play in some of the three themed pools, one of which is an adult exclusive pool. There are 11 restaurants to choose from, and that includes two adult exclusive restaurants, and they'll have various types of food and snacks, and of course, there's always room service. There is the Senses Spa and Salon, and for kids, the Boutique. And then also for kids, there's the Disney Oceaneer Club for the kids, the Edge Club for the tweens, the Vibe Club for the teens, which stays open until 2 a.m. That's... That's just too late for those kids to be staying out. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, sport court and then a fitness center with great views. Now, it's not very op- often that I would want to go to the fitness center on vacation, but there are some nice views from this Disney Wonder Fitness Center. You know where else there's nice views, Shane? From the pool bar. Ooh, there's yeah, also yeah, nice okay. views. <laughs> Day three is Dawes Glacier. Navigate through icy Endicott Arm Fjord, passing soaring cliffs, surging waterfalls, and wild animals during a voyage to the majestic Dawes Glacier. That's a quote from the Disney site. You'll have a chance to see bald eagles, brown bears, goats, and whales in the wilderness during your day at Dawes Glacier. This day was interesting in that it only had one option for an excursion, and it is a glacier explorer excursion, which... I thought it sounded pretty cool. So it's one of the... I I have heard that is one of the most amazing shore excursions, even though it's not really a shore excursion because you're at sea and you're getting on another boat. I've heard it's one of the most amazing things that you can do on an Alaskan cruise. Yeah. You set out from the ship on a high-speed expedition boat, directed from the Disney ship to experience the Endicott Arm Fjord, 
which includes some close-up views, and it's not always guaranteed, but if you're lucky, you can see one of the uh, immense ice breaks. So you chose to do that excursion? Yeah, this is one that okay. I chose. It looks, right. Yeah, and not just because it was the only one that day, just kind of a balancing out among the rest of them. Yeah, too looked, good to pass up. Yeah. Day four, Skagaway, Alaska. Known as the Gateway to the Klondike, this legendary town is steeped in history from the gold rush of the late 1880s. Also a quote from the Disney site. <laughs> <laughs> from now on in the itinerary, they'll list the times that you are going ashore and then reboarding the ship. And this says that you're going ashore at, at 7.15 a.m., which might sound early, but you're on Alaskan Ooh. time. So chances are you'll be more used to getting up at that time because of the time difference. Okay. All right. And then back aboard the ship at 8 p.m., there were 51 options for excursions, including- So here we're going to have things like trains, we're going to have gold panning, mushing with dogs, stuff like that, right? Interesting that you should mention trains. Oh. Because among choices- I, I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have <laughs> dueling train rides in Skagway. I could just feel it. I guess that's one thing that, that you can count on is that Ryan and I will always pick train. <laughs> So, and there's cool things, you know, some trail hiking and rafting, even a horseback adventure, which was, if it weren't for the train, I would go with the horseback adventure. But I went with the All Aboard Steam Train Excursion, which yeah. is a steam train ride on one of the world's most scenic railways. And it's a 52-mile trip that takes about four hours for round trip. Day five, Juneau, Alaska. Alaska's state capital thrills nature lovers with its rugged mountains, sweeping glaciers, and temperate rainforests. Another quote from the Disney page. For this one, you would head ashore at 6.45 a.m. and then wow. reboard at 4.45 p.m. Juneau is the state capital with gorgeous scenery and mountains, of glaciers, and rainforests. There is a Mount Roberts tramway where you can get a nice view of Juneau from 2,000 feet. That sounds like it would be fun if you had some time and weren't doing one of the 53 available excursions on this day. And the excursion that I picked is a five-glacier seaplane exploration because, nice. I mean, if you're not picking trains – going to pick planes and you get to see five glaciers from the air so, the so do you plane. win a prize if you do an automobile at some time if you have a boat a train <laughs> a plane and an automobile during this trip i think they give you some fancy earrings okay all right gotcha some fancy gotcha. hoop earrings yeah all right and i guess if you've seen planes trains and automobiles then you'll know what earrings i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> do you get to see all this from a seaplane from a flight over the juno ice field which just sounds spectacular. Day six, Ketchikan, Alaska. Built as the salmon capital of the world, this frontier town boasts Native American traditions and natural beauty. You get to sleep in a little bit this day. You don't go ashore until 11.15 a.m. Return aboard at 7.45 p.m. And one of the fun things to do in Ketchikan would be to see all of the totem poles throughout the area. You know, in addition to a lot of shopping, Creek Street, well, along a historic city boardwalk, there's a few areas we could go see totem poles, including, right. including the Totem Heritage Center, which displays originals and salvaged totem poles that were abandoned. And, and, and you know, one of the things I like, Shane, about these is all of these excursions that we've chosen are multi-hour but not full day. So you still have time to go do something like that on your own if it's not part of the excursion. 
Yeah, it can be, and that's great because Ketchikan and Juno are both places where I would want to spend some time wandering around and seeing yeah. yep. the town, the city. For your day at Ketchikan, there were 37 excursions to choose from, including some backcountry jeep and canoe adventures. Ooh, and fun. backcountry four-wheeling, well, you know, a jeep or any kind of four-wheel drive is spectacular. I've done it in Colorado, so I can only imagine how amazing it would be in Alaska. There's a Bering Sea Crab Fisherman's Tour, which might be fun, depending on how much it smells like fish. Right. But how wet do you want to get? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it might be one of those where you just have to be in the right frame of mind for that sort of thing. <laughs> and so I'd already picked my three excursions and didn't go with any of the excursions from Ketchikan. Gotcha. Partially because I really like the other excursions and partially because Ketchikan is just one of those days where I could probably spend a lot of time just wandering around. Yeah. And just because we're choosing shore excursions with this can do that. I mean, it's kind of a balance between you don't want to miss activities, but yet if you just want to get off and shop and walk around and have lunch at a local spot and take pictures and things like that, you can absolutely do that in all of these ports. It's just Alaska specifically, it's nice to have some specific activities to do so so you can get away sometimes from the port cities and actually see more of Alaska. Especially if getting away from the port cities may include getting away from some of the peoples and some of these. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Obviously, the cities are beautiful, have their own personalities you're talking about. But yeah, it's more, you know, do you want to get away from crowds and things like that? Day seven is another sea day as you make your way back to Vancouver on day eight, where you disembark at eight o'clock. Now, what is included on this Disney cruise? Some of the other things you can do on your sea days, there's some Broadway quality shows, the pools, water slides, and other recreation. I think Disney Cruise Line has a little more space in the staterooms and some of the more budget cruise lines might have. There's a upscale and casual dining or 24-hour room service. And I told you about the adult exclusive activities with the pools and the restaurants. And then the clubs I mentioned for teens, tweens, and kids. Also included for entertainment, there's a fireworks at sea available on most itineraries, some character experiences, movie screenings. I think I've seen friends on Disney cruises that I've got to see new Avengers movies before Mm -hmm. they were Mm -hmm. released to the general public here on land. And then all the pools, water slides, and splash zones. Some extras are the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and the Pirates Lounge for makeovers for the kids. There's the Royal Court Tea and Tea Party with Disney characters for ages 3 to 12. And as far as dining goes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks are included, 24-hour room service, and unlimited coffee, tea, and sodas are included. Some adult-exclusive dining at Palos. Bottled water and specialty drinks and alcoholic beverages are an extra cost, as are gratuities. As far as the accommodations, the rooms have refrigerators, safes, and hair dryers, and television with in-room movies. Nothing you would want to spend too much time there in all in an yeah, Alaskan I mean, cruise. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. This would, to be honest, this would be one of the trips, Shane, where I wouldn't turn my TV on. I have taken trips where, and I'm a TV watcher at home and, you know, when I travel and things. But sometimes if I'm in a place that I'm really interested in, that TV doesn't even come on. And I bet this cruise would be one of those places. Well, I never turn on the TV. If I'm traveling alone, the TV doesn't get touched. I'll listen to music or an audiobook or something. But I, I know a lot of people do like to have it on either to watch while they're getting dressed or just background noise. Extras that you would have to pay for include the wireless internet access, gratuities, 
ground transfers, of course, air travel and your pre and post hotel stays or travel insurance, which we would also always recommend for any travel. Aha, I included travel insurance in mine. So we'll oh, get to that in a little bit. It. I didn't add the travel insurance. <laughs> Dang it. Brian wins again. <laughs> and so we're booking for July. This We're doing this in October and we're booking for July of 2023. On this particular cruise, the inside cabins and the ocean view cabins are all sold out. So you really want a balcony or veranda anyway with the last yeah cruise. I, I, I was gonna say you know though i get that there's advantages to both of those but you really want to have the veranda so in the price of the veranda for this family of four was thirteen thousand eight hundred ninety eight dollars the glacier explorer excursion was nine hundred seventy seven dollars for the family the skagway to white pass summit steam train nine hundred forty six dollars for the family the Glacier Seaplane Ride was $1,156 for the family. So that brings the total for the excursions to $3,079. Yeah. And that's just what it costs to go on an excursion. You, you know, and here's the thing, though. All three of those excursions are lifelong memories when you remember this cruise. I mean, I mean, seriously. Yes, they're expensive, but come on. I mean, the stuff you're doing. Yeah, experiences you'll treasure always which brings the grand total for the cruise and the excursions to sixteen thousand nine hundred seventy seven dollars and i've sailed disney and you know the value is certainly there if it fits your family there's a lot that's included and the service level is super high and when you come to breaking the bank or budget or wherever the cruise is that's going to be relative to where you're cruising and Alaska, you're gonna is gonna be a little more expensive yeah. in general than Mexico or Caribbean. And if you really want to break the bank, there's some concierge nice cabins available where you could break the bank if you wanted to and really elevate your experience on these Disney cruises. Well, that sounds like a great cruise, Shane. And those excursions sound great. The cruise fare does not sound too crazy for Disney Cruise in, in that location for that amount of time. So I'm excited to share mine. But first, as always, I want to know where in the world is all things travel? College Station, Texas, home of Texas A&M, home of the Aggies. That's, that's true. Yes, absolutely. So I bet there's some really good places <laughs> to meet our listener from College Station, isn't there? You know, growing up in Texas, there are some notorious hangouts in areas of College Station, but... Ryan, we're adults now. You chose a little more refined option with yes. this. I was surprised to read this in the outline. <laughs> yeah, I think for this one, you and I and our families are probably, probably a little more our speed, the Messina Hof Winery, which has right. the winery that you can tour, tasting room, and a bed and breakfast. It's probably going to be a little more our speed than as much as we enjoy having a beverage now and then, a college Party town might be a little fast for us. All right. Well, hey, College Station, Texas, thank you so much for listening to All Things Travel. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, reach out. You can do that either via email or on the Facebook group because I have a little thank you gift for being featured on today's show. And to make sure that you hear where in the world is All Things Travel next week, subscribe to the show or follow the show to make sure that you never miss any of our travel ideas, travel stories or travel tips. Hey you, yeah, you listening. 
Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. All right, Shane. Well, I went with a different cruise line, obviously. I went with Celebrity Cruise Line, and Celebrity Cruise Line is part of Royal Caribbean's family. It's a little more elevated. They have a lot more options when it comes to dining, specialty dining, different things like that. And so I I really thought that interested me. And so we'll see if it interests this uh, family of four. So in July, you could sail out of Seattle, Seaward, Alaska, or Vancouver, BC. And instead of sailing out of Vancouver, I chose Seattle just for the ease of travel for this family of four. She did a really good job of going through the itinerary. So I'm not going to redo that because a lot of what he talked about, my cruise is doing as well. We're starting out of Seattle and we have a day at sea. And I actually kind of like that because you have some time to get used to the ship, right? It's kind of like when you're at a new resort and the first day you don't know where anything is and you keep getting <laughs> turned around and backwards. Yeah. And it kind of takes that first day to figure it out. I like the fact that I'm starting my cruise with some time to relax, spread out, you know, unpack and just enjoy my time on the ship. And this is on the Celebrity Solstice, by the way, which is a beautiful ship with lots of activities and options. I love a good built-in excuse to relax and take it easy for a day. Yeah. And, and, you know, and here's the thing. If you're coming from the East Coast or if you're coming from the Midwest and you're flying into Seattle the day before, you're not going to be on West Coast and Alaskan time yet. So having that day at sea really is good. And then we're in Ketchikan. And then we have a cruising day where we go by the Endicott Arm. And then we're in Juneau. And then we're in Skagway. And then we have a day cruising through the Alaskan Inside Passage. Mm. And then we have a day at sea. And then we go to Victoria, British Columbia, and then back to Seattle. So some really good cruise stops, but also some really good time on the ship. This is a really balanced itinerary, which is part of why I chose it. So for this family of four. I chose a veranda stateroom for the same reasons that Shane did. I want to make sure that I have that veranda so that I can see, you know, everybody talks about, I want to be able to sit and drink coffee and watch Alaska go by. Well, with this room, you can. I will say from experiences with clients, and I will be going on this cruise next summer, so I'll be able to experience it myself. But with clients that I've had in the past, the one complaint about celebrity is the staterooms are smaller. So my guess is they're going to be smaller for this family and you have to decide if that's okay with you or not. But I did do a veranda stateroom. My Juno excursion is my biggie. Okay. And that's day four of the cruise. And this is Alaska's whales, glaciers, and rainforests. And essentially it's a hike where you have a naturalist that takes you through the rainforest areas of the Juneau area, you get to see the Mendenhall Glacier, which is one of the most spectacular glaciers in North America. It's 13 miles outside of Juneau's downtown. And 
then you also get to get in a boat and go whale watching. So you kind of get a variety of different things that you're going to see that day. That's going to be a day where you want to take your external battery because you're going to be taking pictures all over the place. A lot of pictures. My second excursion is in Skagway. And it's interesting. I knew that you were going to choose the train ride. So I actually (laughs) went with something different. Oh, no. I went with the Mushers Camp and Gold Panning because that's kind of the two other activities in Skagway. And so they actually take you to a Mushers Camp where you learn about dog sledding. You learn about kind of the culture and the training of dog sledding. And then you also spend time panning for gold. You also can have time to take a self-guided nature hike next to waterfalls. And there's also a gift shop and saloon there. For my third shore excursion that I chose, I did something a little different in Ketchikan. I did a rainforest wildlife sanctuary, eagles and totems. So kind of a highlight. And again, I just, I kept in mind that there were kids. So I wanted to have them see a variety of things, but also have different activities. So they're not just sitting on a bus and staring. So with this, they delve into the heart of Ketchikan's rainforest on a scenic eco tour at an exclusive reserve led by a naturalist. So you go through a nature hike through the rainforest, and then you go to a wildlife preserve where you can see birds like bald eagles, you can see bears, you can see seals. If you're there during salmon spawning season, you can see that. And you can also see wolves. So a lot of that's our wildlife day. Let's break this down. One of the things that we talked about with celebrity in the past is that they include items that you traditionally have to pay extra for, like gratuities, drinks, and Wi-Fi. Now, I haven't worked with Celebrity in a while, and to be quite honest, when I got on to get ready for today, they've changed the way that they book it. So the what they're offering now is what they call the cruise-only fare. I think they're doing it as an advertisement so that they can show a lower number, to be honest with you. And then what you can do is you can add what's called an all-inclusive package. So for instance, if I do a cruise-only, it's 11.30 per person for the veranda room. If I add the all-inclusive, which is the drink package, the Wi-Fi, and the tips, that breaks down to $46 per person. So really, to be honest, with a cruise this long, you know, a week-long cruise, it's kind of a no-brainer because if you have a couple of cocktails, if you're using the Wi-Fi, you don't have to worry about tips. It really plays out. Now, do you Um, get that for, do you purchase it for the entire cruise or can you you pick days? No, you do have to purchase it. It's an all or nothing. It's an all inclusive. So everyone in the stateroom has to get it or not. And you have to do it for the entire time or not. So if you were to do the cruise only, it's 1130 per person. The all inclusive is 1499 per person. So again, that breaks down to about $46 a day over the course of your cruise. I did add travel protection because of we've (laughs) talked so much about it. And really for the stateroom for this cruise, it was 546. So pretty reasonable for, you know, the types of things you're going to be doing, the type of cruise that you're going to be taking. I did also, and Disney does not do this. So I didn't bring this up with your cruise, but with a lot of cruise lines, the price that they show is a non-refundable deposit. 
They do that again so they, they can show you the lowest number possible to get you interested in cruising. So with Celebrity, I chose the refundable deposit. So the ability to, to get my deposit back if I needed to move or cancel the cruise. And so that was 468 on my stateroom. So the total for my stateroom thus far is $8,086.92. Again, that's a veranda stateroom. That includes my drinks, that includes my Wi-Fi, that includes my tips, travel protection, and a refundable deposit. What is available on the cruise? All of my meals are included. We'll talk about meals in a second. All of my entertainment is included. I will say that Celebrity does not have as many kids activities, but they definitely have activities for the entire family. So they're not going to have the kids club that Disney has, but they do have a kids club. Mm -hmm. One of the cool things, Shane, that I thought was going to be a lot of fun on the sea days is they actually have a grass lawn that's on the ship and you can go out and play bocce ball and croquet. And different things like that. I thought that'd be a lot of fun. One of the things that Celebrity is known for is their dining. They have a lot of different specialty dining options. And so I wanted to make sure that, especially on a week-long cruise, that my family of four was able to experience some of those better dining. I don't know if I want to say better, but signature dining. Let's say it that way. And so I chose the three-meal dining package. So three days, three evenings, if you will, I'm able to make a reservation for a signature dining restaurant during my cruise. And that is $580 for the cabin over the course of the week. That's about $50 a meal. So, you know, it's a nice restaurant meal. Tips are included with that. It's a really nice way to up your dining experience while you're there. Now, celebrities also known for good dining beyond that signature dining. So they're, they definitely have good main dining options as well. Excursions, the Juno trip, which is the whale watching, is $248 per person or $992 for the family. In Skagway, when we're doing the Mushers King, the Panning for Gold, that's $134 per person or $536 for the family. And then in Ketchikan, Totem poles, eagles, hiking, the kind of the wildlife aspect is $68 per person or $272. So that means for the shore excursions, it's an additional $2,380 for a grand total, including everything. So your cruise, your excursions, your signature dining of $10,466.92. So about almost $7,000 difference between these two cruises. Yes. I think that you could cruise on Celebrity and have a perfect time, an incredible time, and not know what you had missed unless you've experienced Disney Cruise Line's level of accommodations and service before. Would you miss that, do you think? I don't believe so because I know the level of service that that this family would get on Celebrity. And I, I know... That when my family goes on this type of cruise next summer with Celebrity, my kids are the right age for that. They're going to be 17 and 14 at that time. You know, Disney's great. Don't They love Disney. They're definitely, that's in their blood. Sure. But they don't need that Disney aspect of the cruise. And I know we're going to get high level of service with Celebrity. Okay. So just being candid, I think we would agree that between these two, we'd probably select the celebrity cruise because then you almost have enough for an entire other vacation left while still experiencing this wonderful Alaskan cruise. 
I would. I definitely would. I think there's a lot of options, especially to be able to add that all-inclusive aspect of it. So I don't have to worry about my drinks. I don't have to worry about Wi-Fi. I don't have to worry about paying gratuities at the end. You know, that's just, that's already already rolled in to, to my cruise fare, if you will. So as we wrap up here, Shane, what are some of the key similarities or some of the differences that you notice between the cruises that we've talked about today? Well, they both give you the opportunity to have some extraordinary excursions yeah, in the port absolutely. cities, as well as having some time or having the full day to wander around. They both are going to offer all the food and drinks you could want for some extra charges. You could get some premium drinks or alcoholic beverages on the Disney cruise that that are included with your all-inclusive package on inclusive your package. vacation. You're right. Yep. Yeah. And as far as differences... Disney's a lot more expensive, but if you saw just the celebrity ship, you'd think it was a super nice, clean, luxurious ship. But if you saw both ships, the celebrity ship and then the Disney ship, you would probably recognize the difference in the premium charge for the Disney cruise. That's probably the biggest difference when it comes down to it is, is do you want that elevated level of experience or do you still want to have a vacation with the celebrity cruise line that you're going to have a wonderful time and have this fabulous memory of these amazing experiences for the rest of your life? Yeah. And like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, each cruise and cruise line has a really distinctive personality, you know, so finding the right one to fit your interests, your travel group, your budget is really important. But I guarantee there's a cruise out there for you. If you want to go to a place like Alaska, there's a variety of options. So Shane, are we able to help people with that? That is absolutely something that we can help people with. And we would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation, whether it's a cruise to Alaska or another type of vacation that you're wanting to experience. So you can reach out to me at Ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's R-Y-A-N at creatingmagicvacations.com. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress. I got those out of order. No, like I know there's another travel thing somewhere. Okay, all right. It's the big thing. Travel things. Tra- travel. travel factors, yeah. all, travel variables, and all travel things. doodads. Ooh, doodads. I'm changing <laughs> the script to doodads. I can talk really fast and then you can slow it down to regular speed. That's the one thing it doesn't do.